Get the best odds on all the big games this March. Download the Circa Sports Iowa app today. The Cyclone Fanatic Podcast is fueled by Cody Road. And recorded in the Wild Rose Casino and Hotel Studio. All right, guys, welcome to post-game podcast here on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. We are, you can hear the band behind me. This is completely, um, this is as instant as it gets as Iowa State just beat Kansas State. What a crazy atmosphere. Uh, 70, or excuse me, 80 to 76. Cyclones win this one tonight. They move to six and two in conference play. They are tied atop the conference with Texas and Kansas State for first place. Actually, with tiebreakers, Iowa State would be in first place right now if the season would come to a close. Uh, man, a lot of storylines I thought from this game. I want to thank our sponsor, Carl Otter Group, Carl Chevrolet, and Ankeny. They've been sponsoring the post-game pod for a really long time, even in the lean years, and we appreciate that. It's nothing lean about this. It started tonight early as uh, I made a kind of a note to myself walking up the energy in the line as the students were lined up a good. I was told that they were here at like 3, 4 o'clock this afternoon, probably many of them earlier. That used to be you know, reserved for the Iowa and Kansas games and your sporadic games against the number one OU or Michigan or anything like that. And uh, the the atmosphere was truly incredible. I, I you know, I, I wasn't anticipating that anything would be comparable to the Texas game a week ago. And Iowa State fans completely blew that out of the water tonight. I thought this was... You know, atmosphere-wise, one of the best ones, again, for not one of those marquee games. And I know Kansas State is in the top five. I understand the importance of the game, but just going off of my almost two decades of doing this, you just haven't seen that in the past. This this building feels different right now. I think it's fueled by this team specifically. I think they like Otzelball. I think they like watching guys die for loose balls. You know, all of those things, the toughness that this team plays with, the grit. And I think that Iowa State fans really uh, respond well to that. And we keep seeing it, you know, on a night in, night out basis here. But tonight was special. I hope it came across to the, those of you who are watching on television that way as well. It's just a, a really gritty win. I also want to say this. Kansas State's really good. I, I At halftime, I thought Iowa State was going to lose this game, mainly because of the – you know, the toughness and the skill and the grit that Kansas State brought in that first half. Iowa State, I thought, gave them a really good shot in that first half and was still trailing. Now, we'll get to all the things that Iowa State did well to come back and, and win it in the second half. But I, I wanted to, you know, start this out and give, give credit to Kansas State. And Jerome Tang, that is a hell of a basketball team. They've completely changed my opinion in the last week. I thought they would fade in the second half of the conference season. I absolutely don't think that's the case now. I think they will be there in the end uh, to potentially win a Big 12 championship. Let's get into it, tonight's game. And we'll start with Caleb Grill, who plays 25 minutes tonight. Uh, Maddening for me, who was trying to report on his injury in the second half. There were three times when I thought he was done keeps coming back and he scores his first point in a time where Iowa State absolutely needed him the most 
Caleb comes off the bench. I, Iowa State hadn't hit a field goal in like three or four minutes. Grill comes off the bench, knocks down a key three to extend Iowa State's lead when they really, really needed it. Caleb hits clutch free throws down the stretch, and you could really see the trust that T.J. Otzelberger has in him uh, when he put him in late in the game after Caleb had limped off. He was grimacing. Uh, you thought he was done. I thought he was done for a couple of weeks. He's grimacing, goes off the floor, uh, and then he jumped on the bike, and he came back in, and he played real hellacious defense, I thought, in the last three or four minutes of the basketball game. Uh, so shout out to Caleb Grill. I tweeted earlier, I was kind of joking, kind of not that it was his bloody sock type of game, uh, but really a, a gritty performance there. It's something to keep an eye on, though. Do you consider sitting him for the Missouri game on Saturday? It's not it's not conference, really not that crucial. Um, do you consider trying to get him as much rest as possible? That's something that I think that you at least have to ask T.J. Otzelberger at his next media availability. Maybe that will, maybe somebody will ask that at the post-game press conference tonight. Um, other notes, notes that I have, you know, maybe Taman Lipsy's most impressive game to me. He's had better stat lines. He's going up against a fifth-year point guard, All Big Twelve guy, Noel or Noel Lipsy tonight. Uh, the ten points, but he had four key offensive rebounds that were just incredible. Six rebounds total. He had four assists, three steals. Uh, Lipsy, I don't know if he gets my game ball because I think there's another guy very deserving of that, but he's right there. Let's go now, and I'm going to work up to Jaron Holmes. Don't worry, I'm not going to forget about the big man. Uh, but Gabe Kalsher is consistently really, really good now. Right, we, we keep asking ourselves, when's the old game going to show up? Well, this is the new Gabe Kalsher. 7 of 11 tonight. He's really, really worked on that. Um, the mid-range game, as we saw, starting to develop at the end of last year. It's just consistent. He goes 2 of 5 from 3 tonight. Hits a clutch 3 at the end for Iowa State. When it felt like Kansas State was really climbing back. Oh, actually, that one was a 2. His foot was barely on the line, but same story. Um, all while playing elite defense on the other end. Oshun Oshunyi, 24 minutes, 16 points. He goes really. Uh, it seemed he missed the one at the end, but eight of eight, eight free throws, most of them in the second half that were really key for Iowa State. And you and you really do get the this, the difference in this team when he's on the floor right now compared to Robert Jones. Um, you know, I, I know that fans are are getting frustrated with Big Rob. But Shun's not the type of guy that can go out there and play 40 minutes. When you ask why is Jones playing as much, well, he only played 13 minutes. And Shun pretty much played the rest. A lot of what TJ's doing is trying to get Shun rested to be out there in critical moments, which we didn't see on, on Saturday at Oklahoma State. Perhaps the head coach learned something there from it. Uh, Shun was definitely out there in crunch time tonight, and it showed. He was he was really good. Uh, I'm starting to see how many blocks Oshun had in this one. He had two, but they, they were both in pretty critical situations. And then we go to Jaron Holmes. Uh, you know, what what can you say about this guy? I have a, I have a working theory on Jaron, and I don't know if the data would back this up. But when ask yourself about Jaron. When has he been the best for Iowa State this year? And I'll tell you when. It's when, you know, when, when buckets are tough to come by. And that can happen with this team. I, you know, Iowa State gets better and better, but they're still not an elite offensive team by any means, right? 
So when, again, we'll go back to that. When has Jaron been at his best? And that's when buckets are tough to come by. Five points in the first half, only attempts four shots. Second half, plays all 20 minutes, goes six of seven from the field, four of five from the free throw line, two of two from three. An absolute rock for Iowa State. And he ends the night with 23 points. He gets the game ball, seven assists. 23 points, seven assists for Jaron Holmes tonight. Um, he was incredible. That you know, that's right there with his game against um, North Carolina. Uh, it, it, what, a, what a what a performance by the St. Bonaventure transfer. Let's talking a, a couple, a few more things, perspective-wise for Iowa State as we will continue to break this thing down. Um, I, I thought that the points off turnover stat was huge. You knew that would be a key coming into it. Is Kansas State's a little bit turnover prone, you know, especially for a fo- top five team in the country. Uh, Iowa State with 25 points off of turnovers tonight, and I guarantee you that was the game plan for Iowa State was to pressure them and to capitalize off of it. Uh, the other note I have is just on, on Kalsher. I was talking to a really smart guy, basketball guy, before the game tonight. And I thought I would pass this along to him. What do you think is the the thing about uh, the, you know, Gabe and his consistency and all that good stuff? And I was told to, you know, really look at his ball handling and how much that has improved since last year. And that makes a hell of a lot of time or sense because, you know, I, I don't know if he, I don't know if Gabe all of a sudden at 23 or whatever he is, is just a, a lot better shooter, right? don't know about that but what I can tell you is he's getting better shots and maybe that's because he has better guys around him I don't know but he's able to move with the basketball better and get and get better looks and get set and that's you know a lot of what the coaching staff believes has been the biggest difference in Gabe Kalsher uh, last year compared to this one but he is no doubt one of the best players in the Big 12 Conference now. There's no doubt in my mind that the season ends right now. Gabe Kalsher's first team all Big 12. He absolutely should be. And that was a hell of a game. Just a the the old cliche, the heavyweight bout, right? Blow for blow. Just a, a hell of a good time. That was as much fun um, as you can have at Hilton Coliseum at 8 o'clock. The game ended at about 10.30 on a Tuesday night, but this crowd was completely full at the end. And... Iowa State now moves on to Missouri in this SEC Big 12 deal, uh, which Missouri has kind of faded a little bit. Iowa State will likely be favored in that one, but I don't know. It'll, it'll probably not much. That one's going to be right around a pick'em. Uh, Missouri's, you know, metrics-wise, a top 50 team, right around the top 50 road game. Also, would like to know, get an update on Jazz Koontz. When do you expect him to come back? Uh, is this team, as you watch them, looks a little bit on the beat-up side right now? This would be a really nice week for a bye, uh, but Iowa State's got to go on the road for two here. As you're looking at a Saturday-Monday turnaround with Missouri and Texas Tech on the road Monday night. So, a uh, hell of a game tonight. Iowa State's back, tied for first place in the Big 12. And uh, I'm going to sign off here. It's, it's getting late. Got to get to the press conference. 82 
76 Cyclones top Kansas State tonight in Hilton Coliseum. All right, we'll be back. We'll have more podcasting for you guys later on this week. Read Jared's column at cyclonefanatic.com. Thanks for listening tonight. Get home safely if you're driving home from the game, and I hope you guys enjoyed watching it at home.